Welcome to Mended Teacups. Uh, we're sitting here with our cups of tea, ready to chat with you about some of our home education experiences. Molly, can you tell us about today's topic? Okay, so Helen, we're going to talk today just very broadly about home educating kids with different needs. Now, we're aware this is a huge topic. Um, increasingly, families are choosing to educate their children at home, actually taking them out of school um, because they have different educational or behavioural or emotional or physical needs, which is just very difficult to um, accommodate within a sort of a big school system. So we're not really going to be able to touch on anything specific at all during this. And it's something that we, we might do contact us if there's anything particularly you'd like us to talk about because we could get some guest speakers in yeah. and um and interview and do a bit bit of finding out a bit of research so that to be helpful and encouraging in specific areas but we're just going to talk a lot more broadly about um about the fact that all of us have got children with different needs um some of our kids may well be the compliant children who, <laughs> who um uh, don't cause us too much problems at all generally um, but most of us uh, all our children are, are different god made everybody different and he loves diversity and and um we're all different and um and but and some of our kids are just more different than others and sometimes that can be quite frustrating as a parent so we're just going to look a little bit at that to begin with that's right so what kind of experience have you got with children with kind of the different needs different that, need. that you might have that that you might have been expecting yeah well I suppose one of my actually made me think I read um I read a, a book by, by Sally Clarkson called different about her different child Nathan she wrote it with her different child Nathan um, and actually as I read it I was thinking of one of my children in particular and I honestly I cried almost every, every time I picked it up because I could so identify with it um, so one one of our kids I guess we've got almost three out of four have got different needs of some sort but um, um, one of them is dyslexic he's quite quite severely dyslexic and um, and along with that as well as just a difficulty with reading and writing is actually it, it affects his whole personality you know he's he's one of those kids who just can't sit still he could never sit still and um, he's full of bounce um he he has to interact the whole time whether it's in a positive or negative way <laughs> he just has to interact he's a very people focused person um it, it's been hard for him um going into he's had different college experience on his second college course now which has been is more academic than the first one he did so that's been quite difficult but that's sort of a, another another um a thing so yeah so the whole dyslexia that that's been one mm. and the whole buoyant hugely big personality that can't sit still that comes from that which has got huge positive things alongside it as well um and then also adoption is part of our story as well so two of our children adopted um and any child who comes from with any trauma in their background they are also going to come with um various sort of levels of it's called attachment um and different issues to do with attachment so yes. yeah so so we i feel i feel sometimes days yeah, I have to go and hide in the loo, really. <laughs> a bit of peace and quiet. <laughs> yes, because yeah. you sort of have this idea of how it's going to be when you're home educating your mm -hmm. children. You're going to be sitting, you're, the, the children are going to enjoy being with you and with each other. Mm. They're going to enjoy being at home. You're going to make your home a beautiful place for them to be. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, children are not like that. Even, even normal children yes, are not, yes. you know, sort of neurotypical children are not yes. like that all the time anyway, yes, are they? Yes, no. 
Um, so, but, but of course, this is the whole thing about the beauty of the home education experience that you can, sometimes with gritted teeth, you can react to the children that you have and the, the needs that they have. Um, you can look at how you're how you're interacting with them, how they're interacting with uh, the, the the things they're learning. Uh, and you can make adjustments. Now, that's not mm. to say you want to throw out everything every year and start again. You, mm. I don't think that's necessarily a good counsel, but you can tweak things. And at the end of the year, think, OK, how did that go? Mm. What, do we persevere with this method, this pro- process that we've chosen, mm. this approach? What what um, what changes do we need to make? Mm. Have you found with with your yours that you've had to that because of their differences in personality and and that you've had to you have had to make some of those changes and some have been easier fitting in with your personality easier to, to teach and learn and some have been more challenging because the personalities are different from your own learning and your own learning style yes it's funny isn't it because you you get used to your children and um one of my children is quite like me in a lot of ways and then of course in certain ways obviously not like me and so I'm just motoring on expecting certain things to go quite well and suddenly they don't and that brings me up short and I'm quite surprised um their their different approaches to uh learning have have yes they have made us approach things differently so one of them went to college for GCSEs one staying at home for GCSEs and that's worked because of their temperament because of the way we interact as parent and child um, mm. teacher and taught as well as the fact that they've got the different yeah they obviously mm. they've got their own personal different needs and requirements mm. yes. yeah yeah I think that's something that that we've I've definitely what I can relate to what you say about being able to, to teach in a different way and different needs and requirements that actually um, that was a similar with us our oldest did all his GCSEs at home and and <laughs> He was fairly self-sufficient, probably like one of yours. Um, um, but our child who's dyslexic, we did a couple at home, but it was really, really difficult. And actually, he's um, uh, he's he did a year. He, he said I was OK to talk about his dyslexia. Um, um, so he did a, a very practical course at college initially, which was great. And he really enjoyed it and he did well and he loved all the the social banter that went on did carpentry in the in the workroom and he just he just completely I can't remember but he just completely he he immersed himself in it mm. and it was a really really good experience but he decided he didn't want to to do that long term and so therefore so he's now doing a sports course which is a uh, sports db tech which is much more academic i think it's a more disciplined subject because i there a lot of them are sports coaches you have to be quite disciplined and a, quite a lot a significantly more a lot more reading and writing and 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 he's really struggling with that so so she did say say that's been hard so choose your college course <laughs> wisely yes. he will do it because he's got a lot of perseverance um yeah, with anyone else who's listening with this with dyslexia, I think another thing that my son said is, I said, was there anything you'd like to give advice to mums? And um, and he said, yes, you must listen to your children. <laughs> so I'm sorry, I probably haven't always listened. You must realise how really how hard it is. It is. It can be difficult picking up dyslexia because you know you wonder, is it just 
is it just a child who just really can't be bothered, doesn't want to do it, or um, or is it that it's really, really hard? And obviously for our son, and I think for one of our daughters as well, they are absolutely dyslexic, and it is it is just very difficult. And it's something I've learned a lot as we've gone along. It's a completely different way of learning, and there are different programs you can use. Um, but but I think the main thing, if you suspect a child with dyslexia, um, just do do be very understanding and compassionate because it it doesn't only affect their reading, but it actually affects their thought process, their 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 kind of logical thinking. So for him, writing essays and and doing powerpoints, he's got it all in his head, and his his long term memory is good. He can remember everything the teachers told him. But actually putting it in a logical manner on a PowerPoint and logical way is really difficult for him because his brain doesn't think like that. Mm. So I think dyslexia can affect in lots of different ways. Mm. But the positive way, the plus about home educating a child with dyslexia is actually they, they don't get all the knocks. You know, this is the first time probably as he's sort of 16 going on 17. It's the first time it's really hit him that his dyslexia is a major disadvantage. Mm. So to have got to this age and this is the first time it's hitting him is actually it's actually quite a blessing. That is, isn't it? Because yeah. then he's got that solid base that yes. of, of the yes behind him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, and I yes, I was thinking about yeah, listening to your children is is quite important. It's not always mm. easy, is it? Because mm. again, we have our own agendas as parents, mm. but sometimes um, it doesn't fit in with with how they learn or what they learn best. Yes, but I think often what I've found with with the differences in my children is that following what they're more interested in helps you make the most of those differences. Mm. Um, for example. One of my children is very um, crafty, more hands-on person. Mm. And I think looking at the way that child learns, perhaps in a school, they might have been identified with special needs. I'm not quite sure. You know, we mm. we don't need to have, no, we don't need we to don't. discover no. that no. at yeah. home. Yeah. Um, but because we're able to learn the way that suits best, then it's not an issue. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, and they're able to study subjects that they're good at yes. because they enjoy them and yeah. it keeps yeah so it, it sort of goes beside yeah alongside yeah play to your strengths that was another thing my mm. son said um play to your child's strengths what they can do you know he loves rugby he's very physical yeah. you know he um he's a very people person he's got lots and lots of strengths and so and I did used to say to him you know you must see your just you can must you can see your dyslexia as a gift that actually it, it is hard, but actually God's made you like way, and you can, you see things in a way that other people don't see, um, and and that can be a real gift because you can see outside of the box, and you can he's very intuitive about other people, and um, so yes. that's a gift. Because of course, following what they're interested in, that the motivation keeps yes. them going. Yes. So when it is a, when it is a struggle, yes, because they want to learn that. Yes. Um, then they, they keep going at it. You know, they have that desire to keep going because it's something mm. they're interested mm. in doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Something else I read somewhere um, was that if we, so our, our, when we see our children's annoying habits, so, you know, the child that just won't sit still, the child that won't stop talking, or the child that has to draw the whole time, <laughs> whether it's on the desk or on the <laughs> wall or on the everywhere, um, but, but that actually... Um, that can that those things that are really irritating habits when they're children 
may actually turn to be some of their greatest strengths. So, for example, I think the example was Darcy Bustle. I wonder, I don't know, but I wonder whether she was told all the time when she was a little girl, please just sit down <laughs> or <laughs> don't sit with your leg <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> Um, you know she's the most brilliant ballerina you know and I, I wonder if people who host talk show who are talk show hosts you know earn a living from that were told just be quiet and stop yes. talking <laughs> so um yeah so I wonder if so so it could be that the things that really are irritating about our our children actually are God-given and so long as we can pray into them and hone them and direct them they could actually become where their strength definitely yes yeah it's a little bit like when you when you're advised to go for a job interview aren't they and they say what are your weaknesses Mm -hmm. you should always say yes that the corollary of your weakness is a strength yes and I think that yeah you can look for that in your children Mm. and like you say help them to see that um you know stubbornness can mm. be an issue but perseverance is a good thing so yes. as long as people understand children need to learn we, we all need to learn mm. where our weaknesses are a problem for other people and how to direct them like you're saying to mm. to be a strength to be a positive to be a a, 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 a draw for other mm. people yes to, yes definitely yeah I know one thing that I sort of started praying from when the kids were really quite little is kind of prayed two things that um that god would show show me which of their kind of particular gifts and abilities um we needed to nurture and to develop and that god will put people in their lives um that would be able to help develop and nurture those things and help them along the particular paths that god would have them go kind of thing because we can't do everything ourselves mm. you know and and i've been amazed actually at how you know we have had music teachers that have been just right for those children's personalities we've all had different music teachers and they've been just right for the personalities and other people in their lives who have who have come and been a part of their lives which have just brought them on in different ways and an amazing lady who gave the boys art lessons you know for free she just did it for out of pure kindness and particularly for one of them who's going on to do engineering she did a lot of technical drawing with him you know and you know when he was six years old who how would any of us have known that actually that was going to be really important in his life in the future so yeah so you know there's lots of things that god god does answer prayer so that yeah so that that's been really exciting seeing that happen. Yes, I think one mm. of the other areas of sort of different needs that we were we've been thinking about is the area of sort of illness and so mm. forth. And one of mine um, has a chronic ongoing illness that we have to deal with, um, and and so that's a, a that's a different need mm. for the time we're in. But um, I am so grateful that we're home educating through this. It is a tricky time, mm. and we have lots of uh, hospital visits and. Yeah, she doesn't like her blood test. She doesn't like the needles, and but we've been able to deal with that as a family, as a family unit, and we've had the time to be able to do it. We don't have to be worrying that she's missing school all the time. Mm, yeah. Um, it's we've been able to take that in, and I'm I am really grateful that we are home edding through through that. Yeah. It's um. So that's that's a another kind of different need yes, that children definitely. have and have you found because probably potentially if she was in school she would have presumably had to miss quite a lot of school for all her yeah. different appointments you know on a weekly basis probably yes isn't it? Yeah. at the beginning we were well yeah. I felt like we never left the yes, hospital exactly. when she was first being diagnosed yes. yeah for the first few weeks yeah um, 
Yeah. And then gradually, but you know, since then it's settled down a bit, but yes. we are still regularly. Yes, it's a part of your time out. A part that. of your your weekly routine, is. isn't it? Yeah. 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 And how do you, do you think that that's affected her education, either a positive or negative, or that you've had to change how change how you educate her, or both practically or in other ways? I think we've we've had to understand. As a result of her illness, she is um, more tired. Well, it's not just the illness, the medi- med- medication yeah, she's yeah. on. Yeah. Um, and the fact she's going through a growth spurt as well. Yeah, um, yeah. She is more tired. Mm. Um, and she has t- we, should, we have to be careful of her energy levels. Mm. We have to be watching that. So, But we can make adjustments through the day as we need to do that. Mm. Um, so we have... Uh, I'm not sure if we've adjusted... But we've we've built that into our day, mm. um, and and we're able to wait a bit, and make our day work around that a little bit more. Mm. Um, so yes, things but but things have been able to just shift and change and ebb and flow as mm. as they need to mm. do that. Mm. And we're aware that if she's done a lot, we will need a, a down day, a quiet day to kind of revitalize yes and you've learned that haven't you you know yeah. that's something that because you're able you're you're very much able to respond or yeah to 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 how she how she how she is aren't mm. you so like you say if she needs a quiet day she can have a quiet day whereas actually if she's at school she probably would just have to go in because she'd be missing a lot of lessons yes. just with her appointments yeah. kind of thing so yes it's hard to imagine how it must be yeah for, for other yes other families um I know they're doing some research at the moment, so but so obviously oh, I wasn't they, able yes. to take part in that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> research about children yeah. with these conditions in school. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we, you know, in some some ways, it's been great because we can take a good book with you wherever you go. Yes, absolutely. Um, and yes. she can be she can be physically resting at least, yes. even if mentally she's alert. Yes. While I'm reading to her. Yes. Yeah. Um. So we can make book reading go around mm. what she's doing and if I don't necessarily demand quite so much back from her because mm. I'm aware of her energy levels mm. then that's fine for mm. the time and mm. she's still absorbing mm. learning and she, mm. and it brings a whole new ne- um, uh, aspect to learning what it is to be a family it's what it is to be a family with a child who with an illness what it is to be watching out for each other but that mm. bit more mm. you know it's a it's a different learning so it's, it's an, an extra aspect of yeah. the learning that our family has anyway. Yes. So it's something that actually, although it, it is difficult walking through it. Yeah, obviously. and I wouldn't have chosen it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. No. But but you yeah. but it's something that you've been able to to walk through together mm. and journey together. Yeah. Yes. Or trying to. Yes. Trying to yeah. learn about that day by day. Yeah, I do. Th- I think that that's something that's also that really us. Uh, struck us with our adoption journey actually that it's something we've done together and and yes and I just think that's again I just really thank God that it that is something we've been able to do with the other children it's been a family thing and we face the difficulties together and and it's something we do together and I think that actually that that's a learning thing for all of us isn't it it is it is because the other children you know, well, why does that child get away with that? Why does that yes. child, why haven't you dealt with that yeah. child the way I think you would have dealt yes. with me? Yes. Um, so it's about understanding, it's it's, it's broadening their yes. horizons, broadening their understanding yeah. of yeah. who they are, how they are, what the children yes. are. Um, yes, I'm trying to walk that line. Yeah. 
And actually, you know, just before we finish, the other thing that I just came to mind as well, um, um, a long time ago, I used to be a nurse with, um, and one of the jobs I did was with working with families with children with special additional needs. And I learned so much. I'm sure I gave, it was one of those jobs that I learned and received more than I was ever able to give. Um, but I learned so much and particularly from one of the mums and um, and uh, she was a Christian actually and she was an amazing lady and she she talked so much. She had a child with three children but one with very vast you know, additional special needs and she talked and she talked about the importance of looking after herself and her marriage and also the other children as well and we often as as the sort of nursing medical team would often say that that actually it's just so important first of all so anyone who's listening to this who, who in any way has children who have have sort of a different in any way um do it's so important to look after yourselves you know you can't it's challenging home education parenting is challenging home educating is challenging and if you throw into that a child who is just a little bit different in some way mm, yes. <laughs> or has uh, extra needs in other ways it is really hard and we really really do have to look after ourselves and they're all very good at saying it to each other but we're not always very good at doing it to ourselves but we really really that is essential to look after our, yourself look after our marriages as well this mum I think this couple used to go away they had grandparents to help look after them I think once or twice a year even just to keep them going and mm. that was just so wise um and um and also with the other children as well it's very very easy when you have one child who demands a huge amount to a lot of the focus goes on that child and this is very much seeing from my outside perspective as a nurse um and and it's so it so it's just to encourage us all just to try to sometimes to take a step back from our own families and just remember that if if there are other children as well and just to try and say well actually we're going to spend some time with this child or with this child and it's very difficult but not to let the whole family focus around the one child who has the difficult behavior or the or the particular needs or whatever mm -hmm. and we all we all I know yeah. we've done it but yes. <laughs> but it is important to take that step back so yes those are the things that I learned well I do ago. think we've just touched on a that very you know very big subjects yeah. and I'm sure we'll we'll come back to this subject again but it's been really good to talk over some of those ideas mm -hmm. with you yeah I hope that found that useful speak to you again soon